Greetings and salutations, humans. This is Danger. <laughs> Getting a bad look from Ellie while recording this intro. Uh, we just wanted a really quick intro to this episode. Uh, this is where Ellie and I interview um, Chris Pegg from Go-Kart Labs. And it was awesome. You're going to hear a little bit more about uh, Ellie's notion of the culture of feedback and get a little bit more in-depth with that. Um, so you're in for a really big treat. Just again, wanted to do a really quick intro to this because there's no, um, there's no real updates or anything as of yet. And um, we hope you enjoy. And now we'll just cut directly to the show. Three, two, one, go. All right. Um, I think we're fair game. Oh, what does that mean? We're we're rolling. Fair game. We're is, live. Is like. These are live mics. Being targeted. Yeah, we're we're now fair game. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel safe here? I do. There's a pile and of weapons hidden somewhere in this house. There's plenty of windows to jump out of. <laughs> he's, if it he's comes not to lying. That. Yeah, you could parkour do down <laughs> there pretty easily, I think. But yeah, I, that's true. So we're recording. <laughs> yes, we're recording. So <laughs> all that is to say that we are recording. Hi, Chris. Hi, guys. Hi, Chris. Hi, Good Josh. Good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, hi, Ellie. Hi. Ellie. Don't. I'm cheersing you. are going to wave your drink around. Um, t t the drink of the month is... Uh, what do we want to? We should name this because I don't know if it. I don't know if anyone has has. You should name it conceived the of this before, the Sparkman. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's too fruity. So we, Chris uh, Peg, is um, exploring drinks with us, and today on the menu is uh, San Pellegrino Blood Orange with first gin. We're trying it with gin first, and next up we're gonna try it with some vodka. There's Maybe. some injury-related names we could come up with. Oh, that's true. With the blood, like, bloody chin mm -hmm. for the gin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The bloody chin. Bloody gin. Uh, <laughs> the glass jaw. The glass jaw. Oh. I like that. I like that. Here, I'm going to write that down. <laughs> yeah. I'm using my clicky pen, too, so I'll probably get in trouble. Yeah. I'm just giving you... I'll just you call, like, a penalty. It'll be, like, <laughs> yellow card. I'm going to get... That means... Something get, not nice. I'm going to get put in the penalty box. Yeah, because you get to hear all of the pen clicking. Okay, so <coughs> we brought our friend Chris Pegg in today to talk about product development. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what me and Chris usually talk about yeah. uh, every day at work. But mm. we w wanted to talk to you today about feedback. Uh, we have some feedback for you. I'm ready. Also, just kidding. Uh, we went to California a few months ago. I don't remember how long ago. And we chatted with our friend Amy Bailey. Yeah, it was a while ago. We chatted with our friend Amy Bailey about creating a culture of feedback in your organization. And we promised to revisit the topic a bunch of times with more people so that we could continue to learn as much as we can um, about this important part of our work. So, Chris, the reason that I wanted to talk to you today is that you seem like you always have... I don't want to, like, not always. It's not like, oh, my God, Chris has feedback for me again. <laughs> but it's it's helpful. It's like you every always have. Every hour of every day. <laughs> Here comes Chris. <laughs> People avoid me. With the feedback. Me uh, <laughs> but you always have really good, specific and constructive um, feedback for your coworkers. And it doesn't seem like you hesitate with it um, to share your thoughts, even though um, 
a lot of people who have feedback hold back if they don't have direct reports. It seems like you have a really strong sense of your responsibility to your colleagues and that you share um, you share your feedback. And then it, it, from my perspective, it seems like it's coming from a place of like genuinely want them to wanting them to realize their potential. And when you give that feedback, you really feel that like you've given us feedback. Uh, Chris has given us feedback on the podcast. Oh yeah, a ton of times. I get it forwarded to me. Mm-hmm. I forward it to him. <laughs> yeah, bulleted list. Yeah, or I'll text him. List. Today, Chris said, <laughs> "This I'm like awesome. That's great." Yeah. So I want to understand. I know that uh, how you seem in your approach to giving feedback isn't always what's actually happening happening behind the scenes. Ah, uh, yes. In your mind. Uh, I experience this well where people are like, you're really great at giving feedback all the time. I'm like, you don't know how much feedback I don't give or what I go through to actually get it out of, like, put it out there because there's a, there's a process, right? It's not always easy. Or is it? Uh, I think you can get good at it mm-hmm. with practice. Um, I, I'm not sure if it was Miles Davis. There's a quotation about something about uh, – it's not the notes that you play. It's the notes that you don't play. Mm. Um, so, you know, developing that filter and getting a good uh, intuitive sense about, it, is this the moment to say that thing that you may have been thinking about for a while? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's something about applicability in the right moment that uh, I, I have found that uh, when I'm giving feedback, that's the best chance for it to be received in the with the intention that I um, had originally thought of mm-hmm. uh, sure um and yeah again with any like with anything if you practice whether it's violin or feedback you just get better at it mm-hmm. i don't know if uh you need ten thousand hours of practice to get good at feedback um i think i mo- feel like you do well, that would be if you want to be an expert expert feedback. you could yeah. do like a few hundred hours if you wanted to be like better at if you it. just yeah. want to break it in yeah yeah. yeah so there's that like feedback. curve of diminishing returns and <laughs> I, I would, you know, I, I think encourage anybody to just start doing it and, mm-hmm. you know, you'll, you'll figure out along the way when to hold back or when to press forward on it. Um, but I, I think since feedback is, uh, like in the context of giving it to coworkers, uh, specifically, mm-hmm. um, that's such a healthy thing to be able to have critical conversations with an individual or a full team along mm-hmm. the way. Um, and uh, you won't, you can't so, uh, on your own make something better when you work in a team dynamic. Mm-hmm. You, you've got to, you've got to go along with your, your full team. So, uh, I think making sure that you are, uh, purposeful about, uh, f- feedback. Um, I think like you mentioned having some kind of filter earlier, uh, I certainly do too. And if anything, I probably err on the side of not giving feedback sure. frequently enough. Um, so I have, feedback in my mind um that i play through but do you uh, say it quietly under your breath at your desk <laughs> i i because i do, <laughs> do you? no i'm just kidding yeah there are there are a range yes and sometimes you just have to get it out on your own behalf and whether mm-hmm. or not um the feedback is constructive or helpful sometimes it's just you need an, as a human right a professional human you need right. some kind of emotional release so that's part of the feedback game too is um, as the recipient understanding, um, is that person just generally upset in life right now? Because they seemed upset with me. So that would, that would match, um, the vibe that they're throwing off. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it's those, I think the best kind of feedback is when um, somebody seems cool, calm, and collected all along, and then you see them get excited. That's probably an indication that there's some gravity or level of importance Mm -hmm. about the topic or idea that they're uh, trying to communicate to you. Sometimes um, it takes a few conversations to get through the peak of emotionality and get into some good balance of rational, emotional Mm -hmm. that you can have a, you know, again, constructive kind of takeaway. I I dress rehearse. Uh, I I try to be uh, careful not to do venting, although sometimes that is necessary. Sometimes, like if it's something that you're upset about, you just need to vent, vent it off to somebody and and practice what you want to say but then I, I'll go like kind of practice with um you know a couple of of people that I trust to give me feedback about how I'm gonna get <laughs> I'll go I need to give this feedback and I need some feedback about it before I give it because I want it to go well and I'll just practice when you had Allie on recently and talking mm-hmm. about um the importance of getting up in front of the mirror yeah. Um, so I, d- I don't see why that wouldn't apply to yeah. feedback. Uh, it's a presentation. Well. Yeah. And it's a practice. I, th- I like that you said that right out of the gate because it's totally a practice. Yeah. Um, getting feedback from our peers is uh, essentially like the most, um, the best possible thing you can do to get better at your job. Like more than, more than studying, more than, uh, sometimes more than getting feedback from your boss or um, people like that. So giving and receiving feedback yet, it's something that a lot of people tend to think of as something only managers do or only, um, you know, those who it's specifically written in their job description have to do. So how can we get help our colleagues embrace it and not think of it as, you know, uh, just a particular role's responsibility and and like do we need to make up a new word for it or Hmm. what can we do to help people be into it yeah that's a good question um yeah it is i think everyone's uh responsibility is the word i would use for Mm -hmm. it um i mean if you as a group want to get better at something you've got to do again you've got to do that as a group Um, right so that means sometimes uh, difficult one-on-one conversations. Sometimes, too, it's a great thing, too. Um, you know, hey, man, you did an awesome job. At, like, nobody could have done the thing that you just did in that presentation or in that uh, in delivery of mm-hmm. something. Um, and I, I think making sure that uh, your feedback isn't only positive is, is a hard thing for people to allow themselves to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, but then finding a good balance, I, I think... You know, if if you're if you're only giving negative feedback when you uh, decide to make your delivery of it, that um, there's somewhat of a pre-filter that people have ab- about you. Like there's, I think we know a lot of uh, individuals out there that we've worked with in the past, or um, even a neighbor uh, somewhere close that lives by. <laughs> They're that, walking over, and you're like, yeah, "What now?" Yeah, you're like, "Oh no, this is not going to go well because the last." 15 times in a row didn't, <laughs> didn't yeah. go well. <laughs> what am I not going to have easement response. on this time? Oh, yeah. man. So I think... Um, we'll have to share our easement letter <laughs> with our neighbor. We got a letter about whether or not we had easement. Uh, that's com- That can get complicated. Mm-hmm. We yeah. were renters. We did not have easement. We didn't have though. easement anywhere Yeah. on anything. No. We had zero easement. That yeah. was yeah. not your deal. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but no, I agree. I think it's um, it's the responsibility of everyone on that team to help each other get better, not just themselves, but like how can the person next to me get better? How can you know the the other people on my team evolve and and make the group that I'm in even better than it than it was like the week beforehand. But how do you become like not the person that always has feedback? Well, I think it's part of it would be recruiting people on your team like, hey, you have a good perspective on a lot of these things. Like, don't be afraid to to share it. Like, I I would appreciate it. Like, so um, I don't have to say it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, just r- recruiting people on your team to to do f- to be part of that culture of feedback as well. Um, and I think there's a power there saying, like, I like the perspective you have on this sort of thing. I think that it would be great for the whole team if you if you like helped out and provided some feedback. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the most effective leaders that I've experienced are ones that um, know when to pull that out of another team member because it's, you know, again, the right context, the right time, maybe even down to this is the right interpersonal dynamic Mm -hmm. um, going on that this person needs to hear it from that other person in in order to be the most effective. So Mm -hmm. I, I love when I catch leaders, um, you know, on any kind of tier of the hierarchy of an organization. I love when I see people pulling that feedback out because I think they're advancing perhaps their own agenda to some extent, but in a way that, um, in a delivery vehicle that, Mm -hmm. um, gives it a little bit more, um, gravity. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen that go completely wrong? Uh, yes, I've seen it. Like it's a spark that starts (laughs) a fire. Yes. I've seen that. Sure. Do you want to share? Um, Let's see. Uh, <laughs> it involved Nero and the city called Rome. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's I was, was going a history with joke. A Billy Joel. Song. So yeah. w- one of my first jobs um, when I was at Augsburg College, um, I saw that go sideways a little bit. Uh, I still remember the incident. It actually turned into kind of an HR <laughs> uh, level issue. So I won't say uh, too specific about it, but. Um, it was a good reminder to me that um, the intention can be good on giving feedback, but again, mm-hmm. the delivery is almost, if not more, yeah. important sometimes. And so in this case, that delivery vehicle was <laughs> clearly not the right way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it takes it takes uh, individuals and groups of people a long time to recover from mm. uh, feedback uh, delivery that is either misperceived or uh, it's very damaging yeah it can be like a feedback ellipse event <laughs> feedback ellipse like that, that kind of thing <laughs> no take a picture P- of the face I'm <laughs> you made me forget what i was gonna say with that ri- ridiculous ridiculous word okay it's captured. He re- you really did take a picture <laughs> of, the, of the pained grimace. From th- that picture is called feedback ellipse. Okay. TM. 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 What was That's I going to say? trademarked right now. I don't know what I was going to say now. Uh, oh so it takes a long time for a team to recover from that kind of feedback. <laughs> that unnamed <laughs> kind of feedback. Crap. Okay, I'll move on. 
Um, I read a funny article, and it said that uh, feedback doesn't work, and that hmm. there's scientific method to, or scientific evidence, <laughs> scientific method on the brain today. There's scientific evidence to prove that it doesn't work, and that giving feedback only works if you give it constantly and never let up. Otherwise, the employee will just fall back into their own ways because they can't learn from feedback. And I was laughing and laughing at this article. I'll share it. What seems to be missing from their equation is probably uh, giving feedback well. I'm assuming if they if they don't have people that can adapt to it or, or receive it or act on it, but maybe consequence. So I guess my question for you is, have you experienced a difference in the response to feedback? Uh, it's different when a boss is giving it versus a peer is giving it, and the, there's no like it, there's not the same necessarily consequence mm -hmm. or result. So my perception is that, like, I guess my my view is that peer feedback is is heavier than feedback from your boss. Even though there's potentially consequences from your boss. I would, I I think I try to work harder to make my peers happy or react to their feedback than I do with my boss where we have, like a, it's a different, it's a different partnership, I sure. guess. Sure. Do you know what I'm seeing, saying? Yeah, so like on the uh, teammate dynamic, um, I mean, trust is so important there. And of course, a, a boss has to trust uh, a report um, and vice versa, but um, maybe not with the same volume. Uh, you know, think of a single day in your work year, um, all of the interactions and decisions that you make together as a team member yeah. uh, mm -hmm. working towards something. Um, and, you know, oftentimes, managers and directors don't have this they don't have the same kind of awareness of the day-to-day um, -day operations of, of a team they may be familiar but um, not close enough uh, frequently enough to sure. um, have a full uh, understanding and be fully immersed in what the team dynamics actually are um, so it, it's interesting because you've got you know the the game um, that we find ourselves in when it comes to like uh, career ladder uh, kind of perspective mm -hmm. is that you've got to satisfy um, those above you to get up to another rung on the ladder. Um, but on a team dynamic, that that actually isn't isn't there, and it doesn't have to be. Mm -mm. So it it you can you, there's some freedom I think in that to to start paying attention to more constructive things that result in the outcome of a su successful project without thinking about your own uh, ambitions, mm -hmm. uh, as it were. Yeah, cool. Uh, how do you ask for feedback without being totally awkward? This is something I struggle with. Can you, well, there's things, there's things that I can ask for feedback about really easily, uh, like a specific project, but when I just want feedback about the job I'm doing, can we can we really quick touch base on the other on the earlier question just a little bit more because I think <coughs> I think you really hit something with the your peers have more there's more gravity to that feedback mm -hmm. 
And I think it's part of it is because they don't have to give it. It's not part of their job description to give you feedback. But like the kinds of teams that would value it, the more close-knit ones, uh, I think that your peers like have so much of an impact on your day. And a lot of times like when we are upset that we failed at something, it's because we failed our peers. You let your team down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or yep. you think you let your you team. You think you let your team down. And so I think that kind of of setup, that kind of dynamic gives it that weight. Mm-hmm. Whereas when when you've like let down your boss or something like that, I mean, there's almost like an expectation that that's going to happen every once in a while. Do people really choose what they do every day in their reaction to feedback in order to get promoted? I don't some people. I I don't think m- many people do, but uh, certainly some people uh I think err too frequently on the side of that continuum. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird to me. It's yeah. not it's not for me, but I f- I feel like when I've experienced that I have left those places. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like that that go-getter kind of like there's there's two types of go-getters there's the kind that just is constantly seeking a challenge or do to do great work to do to do great things yeah and then there's the kind that's like hey did you see this great thing that i just did (laughs) that (laughs) maybe they didn't even do (laughs) (laughs) i always go nope (laughs) (laughs) just kidding okay sorry now you can okay um the article that I read also talks about how it's totally worth it to tell people good job, quote, good job, unquote. And I disagree with that. And I think telling people, hey, good job is totally stupid and a waste of time. Um, can we talk about some tactics for giving feedback that's actionable? Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of the good job feedback is kind of uh, for me on the same level of annoyance as when uh, you're on an email chain. And somebody replies with thanks. Noise. Um, Yep. There's too much of that already. um, So we don't need to be producing more of it. I think, um, you know, some people really appreciate any kind of validation that they can get, um, even if it's something as simple as good job. So I don't know if it's universally uh, useless. Um, Sure. uh, Personally, I don't don't necessarily need to hear a good job without much of helping me understand why do you, you tell thought it was a good job <laughs> you t- yeah like give me specifics yeah. you've heard what me say I this do? i'm like did you like the last episode of the podcast yes why tell me specifically mm-hmm. what you liked and did not like about it can <laughs> i have a list and then you would provide a list and that w- that's in my mind the most ideal way for feedback to be uh, requested and received yeah. yeah but it's not like it like you and i have this it, it's it's easier like I can come up to you and say that and then there's other time other like other people and other circumstances and there's times when it's when it's harder because it's about something that um, is less about the work or it's more personal and it's dif- more difficult to get into and um, I don't know I think the tactics change with the complexity yeah so I, I guess a, a tactic is consider the source right um, yeah. if if I ask somebody to give me feedback and they're not involved and they're at a 10,000 foot view of the, the work that I've been um, trying to produce, um, they may not have the insight available to give me the kind of help that would have made it even better. 
than yeah. what they thought mm-hmm. was good. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that bringing it back to the team dynamic, um, you can you can give the good jobs along the way for the people that benefit from that mm-hmm. on an emotional level. Um, but that, I think, tactically opens up the door to um, there's a kind of a quid pro quo available to you if you say, good job, then at some point you're going to say, well, I think you could have done a better job. Uh, and I think that mm-hmm. uh, softens it a little bit. <laughs> Note I said good, it. not great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good, not great, yeah. It wasn't phenomenal. It was just a good job. Do yep. you tell your bosses to what you what you want when you start a new job or just even in an ongoing way? Do you say like... Don't screw around with telling me I did a good job. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Tell me, always tell me what I can do better. Or like, do you do that? Do you have that conversation? Yeah. I think even on my uh, LinkedIn profile, I have a, a I am, I am not. Um, oh. So like a, like a very, I've, to, I've been to lucky enough to have a, a strong professional identity um, for a while. And um, maybe earlier than a lot of my uh, friends did going through college and I, I just kind of knew that I liked, uh, information, um, and how to organize it. And, uh, always knew that I, I really got a lot of, uh, engagement out of affording, uh, user experiences in, uh, digital media. Um, so taking that, um, having that basis makes it easy for me to, to really be a, a good consumer and uh, a good requester of feedback because I know what's uh, important to me from a you know personal professional identity perspective. Um, and there are things too that I acknowledge what I'm not. Like I am not a painter. I don't, I'm way more into functionality than I am about aesthetic or emotional appeal when it comes to design. Mm-hmm. I recognize the need for both, but I also recognize in myself that that's not my jam. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's who I need to, to partner with um, in order to truly make something that is a compelling experience for somebody. Nice. That's awesome. Now I'm thinking about it and I can't. <laughs> I gave my boss like that directive the, the minute, like I was in the interview and I was like, I would like to know, like, how this went. <laughs> like, can you provide me feedback on, you know, like, what, how, like, you think I would do in this mm. job, that kind of thing. So, but Brad just doesn't do it, oh, which he said on his, on this very podcast. He did? That he doesn't, he doesn't give me, like, specifics on, like, what I could do better and, and that sort of thing. Oh, does he want to? No, it's not, that's not what he does. That's not his thing? No. I got scolded. I get scolded every time I get a performance review. It always starts with, uh, scolded is a strong word, but my every <laughs> performance review starts with a message the day before that says, I need you to be ready for your review tomorrow because you're going to get some positive feedback and it's going to make you uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's a scolding. <laughs> Brace yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's positive like. Positive feedback is coming. It's like, and you have to listen. <laughs> Like, but that's not what I'm interested in. That's not the information that I'm interested in. Yeah. I don't know. Is that a weakness? Wanting wanting to know how you could do better? I don't think, I don't know. I'd, I'm the same way, so I don't know if I could see this uh, this weakness. I don't know if I could view that. Well, there, you can you can accept positive or negative feedback graciously bo- in you know, sure. both ends of the spectrum. Um and so I, 
That's interesting that they qualify you a little bit, like uh, give you the heads up like that. Yeah. So I'm not surprised to hear that you get positive feedback. Um, I know you well enough to know that you would rather have critical, constructive yeah. feedback. Mm-hmm. But it's more like I need you to, to be prepared for this so that you don't squirm and try not to listen to it. Because I know you're not that interested in it, but you're going to have to hear it, which is interesting. It's interesting that there would, it seemed like a forced conversation at that point. No, it doesn't. It's weird. It doesn't feel forced at all. And then, and then I'll be like, all right, okay, yep, uh, I can handle it. And, and the heads up totally helps where other people, like most of the time you're saying, hey, I need to give you some feedback. Do you have some time where we can sit down and talk? And usually that means like, and you really fucked up and, and we're really going to need to, to go through this. Like for, for me, <laughs> it's the opposite, but you, well, like you, you have yeah. to help people get in the right mindset. Like somebody dropped some feedback on me just out of the blue the other day. And I was like, what <laughs> did what? I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't ready to hear that. I don't, I'm getting defensive and I didn't, I wouldn't normally get defensive. Like it kind of gets you out of the blue. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think you have to set people up. What's the right, this is the question I was going to ask earlier. What's the right amount of setup? Like, Mm -hmm. so they're not, people don't feel like, um, because some people will kind of dwell on it or kind of go down this rabbit hole when you say, I want to talk to you about something. Usually it's like, I don't want to be surprised. Tell me right now so that I don't have to think about it too hard. But you also want them to get in the mindset. So what's like too too much time and what's not enough time? Yeah. You get the high pry uh marker on your email inbox. Yeah. <laughs> there's some there's some baggage right there. Um yeah, I, I guess I'm uh, again if you if you are constantly doing it or with some regularity, that's less of a a problem yeah because the expectation from you as a co-worker is i'm gonna get some feedback and it's just information yeah and it's not dramatic it doesn't need shouldn't be a surprise really when right. it's a surprise that's probably in a symptom of a problem mm-hmm. somewhere mm-hmm. but sometimes it is i guess yeah sometimes like did you know that i you know when you do this thing i perceive it this way like are you aware and those are, I, those are more about the relationships you have with others, that kind of feedback, I think, which, again, is a critical and important part of mm-hmm. team dynamics. Mm-hmm. Um, it isn't necessarily the kind of feedback that you can act on to do make better deliverables or mm-hmm. um, be more efficient or higher quality. Um, but if you, if you can tolerate that or even... Um, gladly accept it Mm -hmm. over time culturally speaking all of those other factors come along for the ride right uh which is those are fun dynamics to be a part of definitely Mm -hmm. um i don't you know i'm not uh i'm i have kind of low affect uh in my expression i'm not uh you wouldn't look at me i never noticed (laughs) (laughs) you wouldn't look at me and say that guy's like really crazy and wild um (laughs) highs and lows um (laughs) and so that can be off. This that is why you're fun to go to <laughs> stadium shows with. Not stadium, like outdoor fest- festivals. Yes, is the word I was that was fun festivals. that we did. Let's just stand and appreciate. Let's take it in. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry. 
<laughs> so I, I'm, I'm usually not um, somebody that others are scared of when I'm giving my feedback because I, I usually, uh, it matches my general demeanor of you don't re- freak relatively out. calm, um, uh, highly rational, maybe to a fault. Mm-hmm. I could interject a little bit more emotionality <laughs> sometimes. Um, but I'm, you know, as I get older, I'm getting better about that side of it as well. Yeah. Um, I can recognize when people need that uh, to help the feedback land a little bit more softly. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also there are people that enjoy getting excited in a way that I don't. And it's fun. It's kind of fun for me. It's a fun little challenge to try to ramp up my own um, delivery to, mm-hmm. to match that so that I can, <laughs> you know, hit that uh, frequency range. Do you then get uh, super tired? Later? Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Yeah. I thought it was amazing. <laughs> it was so great. <laughs> now I need a nap. <laughs> Infomercial. Kind of. <laughs> Just yelling. Is he giving me feedback or trying to sell me on a shamwell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on a what? A shamwell. Shamwow. Don't even tell me. I know what a shamwow is. Oh my gosh. (laughs) What do you do when you give somebody feedback and they, and for whatever reason, because it is a practice and sometimes in practice we fuck up or even if we don't fuck up, some people react defensively or in an inconvenient way. What do you do? How do you react I think your choice of medium is very important on that. Yeah. Um, like if I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna compose a long email that's, um, rel- you know, highly with negative no tone. with no tone. Yeah. Uh, that's, I, I, so I, I, if I, if it's in a conversation that's important enough to have in person, um, I know that before the other, the recipient, it, the intended recipient knows that I want to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely get, um, more time to kind of think it through um, that can be a challenge for the recipient when I get, am giving feedback that I am seemingly well prepared to give. They're um, at a disadvantage. Do you, do you get more time than like a written response? Cause, cause it still has to be like relatively soon, like relatively close to the moment. Sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There's a, but not if you're angry window of time. Yeah. yeah. Anger is maybe, um, a very well There's met. like a checklist of, of, uh, that puts you in the right window of like, is fire coming out of your mouth? Yeah. It's too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the details of what happened? It's too late. Right. The window's closed. Yeah. So, so some of the like lower hanging fruit kind of feedback you can, you can do over email or, uh, messaging or et cetera. But, uh, for the, Really important ones. There's there's really no substitute for uh, you know making sure that um, you look somebody in the eye and you 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 present your intention and um, the importance that it gives to you. I think that actually um, initially can raise some emotion on the recipient's behalf, but over like I think they go back down because they know that you're you are being purposeful uh, mm-hmm. when you. Um, when you take that kind of approach mm-hmm. and you're putting yourself out there mm-hmm. and you might make a mistake. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I love to get feedback that, um, from the meeker around the office. Um, because I know that that is harder for them to do something like that than mm-hmm. it is f- for me. Sure. And, um, I really, 
I, I know that it's important to them and therefore because I trust them, they're part of my team that I should hear them out on what they have to like say because really they're, they're probably, they're probably onto something, <laughs> uh, whether it's specifically the way to describe it or if it just tilts my perspective enough to get me to think about it differently, mm-hmm. um, then that's, uh, that's some of my favorite kind of feedback to get. Yeah. Cool. Were you going to ask another question? Mm-mm. Do you know about this? I do. Of course he knows about it. I asked knowingly. This is the random questions jar. Look how many colors we have in here now. So you, the old ones are orange, and then the newer ones have colors. But it's your turn to pull a question. I'm not going to look, so I, I don't want to be co- color be. bias. Yeah. It's a good bet. It's a green one. It's a new one. What am I looking forward to? Oh. Oh, this is timely. Um, <laughs> Why? Because I love uh, spring and summer. Late spring and early summer is my favorite mm. time oh. of the year. And we're right on. We're like, right there. Right there. Right on the cusp. Well, I don't know when this is being published. We might be past the cusp. We might be past the cusp. Spring. But in recording time, we're right on the cusp. Right on, we're right I thought there. your answer was going to be trying the blood orange with vodka. Yes. I didn't think that. That's that's a good consolation, but no, I I love spring and summer. Short and, term. <laughs> um, uh, my wife Anne will be working very part time over the summer, so oh. knowing that she and Lucy are like you know biking around and going to the lake and stuff like that, I I that's lo- not I, gonna make you sad. No, it makes me very happy. Yeah, so definitely looking forward to the summer. There's a little bit of a reprieve, even though the days are uh, much longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I love summer. So nice biking, rollerblading, and we have summer hours. Mm-hmm. We get to do summer hours. Well, you guys get to do summer hours. That's what I meant. Me and Chris, yeah. we get to do summer hours, as long as we get our work. Yeah, done. if you, it's to be earned, right? Yeah, you have to earn it. It doesn't mean you get to work less. One other question I was going to ask you is: Do you ever store up feedback where you're like, "I'm going to catch you at this again," because I don't know if it's a pattern. Do you know what I'm saying? That's a good question. I think I have feedback for you, but I'm going to wait and see if it's a pattern because maybe I'll let it go. But if you do it again, I'm going to be right there. Oh, sure. Yes. Um, y- yes, I think I do do that. And I, um, I'm very, so I'm not much of a talker. Like I'm a, I have an inner dialogue all day long. Sure. An outer dialogue. This much. <laughs> yeah, this much. Right. <laughs> um, so I probably do that just as a default approach. Mm-hmm. Um, but it isn't, it isn't fair. If you, if you can still deliver your feedback in a way that isn't uh, all-consuming and overwhelming for your recipient. Um, it, I mean, think of, think of the, uh, <laughs> the recipient of the feedback if they walk away thinking like, he's been thinking about that. <laughs> why so did he let that fester specific points <laughs> he's got this bulleted dated list yeah. of ni- every time 19 that I did. examples <laughs> but again that's Jesus. that's for uh, the right we keep coming back to the regularity of it um, right if you are regular then it's just a river that g- runs by right and you just put your little poo stick under the bridge and there there it goes do you, do you know what poo sticks is this is the second time this week we've talked about poo sticks 
Yeah, I vaguely recall It's not it. the sticks that you use for a baby who's constipated. Those are also <laughs> <laughs> called poo sticks. That's glycerin. But poo sticks is the... Is when you are standing on a bridge and you stand on one side and you throw the stick in and more than one person has to play. And you both throw your sticks in at the same time and your sticks race. So you run across the bridge to see whose stick came out first. Why is it called poo sticks? Because Winnie the Pooh made it up. That's not. It's Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh can't make anything up. Yeah, he can. Imaginary characters can't. Imaginary characters can make (laughs) up anything. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That sounds good. Uh, well no feedback here. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's wrap it up and go try our vodka drink. Thanks for talking right, to us, yeah. Chris. Thanks, thanks for Chris. having me. This yep. was great. Okay, thanks. Bye. And in the can. Thanks again for listening, humans. As always, you can find us on Twitter, at ProHumans, on our Facebook page, ProHumans Podcast, on SoundCloud, at soundcloud.com slash ProHumans, or go the easy route and log on to ProHumans.com, where you can find all that stuff and more. This is Danger wishing you a professional week.